didn't want to get all caught up in your flood But you're a killer out for blood This romance is so automatic Or maybe it's psychosomatic Immortal What I was saying was, um, yeah, I'm worried that this will be um, too, like, not funny enough um, because I just thought it'd be funnier to have, like, a tonal shift from, like, the humour of the last episode and instead mm-hmm. just take, like, a bunch of things incredibly seriously. <laughs> Which like- I want to see, I want to see if uh, you take Magic Net seriously. I want to see... Oh, I forgot about um- Magic Net. <laughs> <laughs> magic Net is going to come back. I'm I'm excited about Magic Net. Um, Although I think it's almost funny. I've been like never really explain what Magic Net is. It's just a thing. I like it to just be incredibly confusing. You know, it's yeah. like we'll just bring stuff up and never mention it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like you know, things about. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like mm. the idea of really wanky world building where it's not wanky, wonky. <laughs> wanky, <laughs> wanky world building. That I also like. Uh, but yeah i like the idea of of a world building where it's like yeah you like it's just like a bunch of loose threads and it just unravels completely if you like tug a tiny bit i like the idea of just not being clear on whether magic net is like a type of internet or a browser or like reddit but for magic users (laughs) i'm gonna like confirm things about it on twitter like unprompted maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we should just start yeah. doing that but like after the book is done i guess yeah oh i also after forgot to edit we the... can just we can just change everything about let's it let's see but yeah actually uh, should we start the episode the whole time actually uh or have we already started yeah we started it hello and welcome to i don't know i mean it's patreon it's whatever <laughs> but like we already talk about book things like we i don't think there's like a, any more riffs about like oh isn't it funny that it's summer in australia <laughs> that you can pack in here <laughs> isn't that a great joke about how in australia it's summer whereas here it's not summer it's fucking winter mate <laughs> it's a classic joke it's to me chilly <laughs> to me it's australia windy. is just to worse arizona <laughs> Yeah. Which is a reference I totally understand what it means. Yeah, we all know what Arizona is I guess like. some of us yeah. don't because we're not mm-hmm. cultured, but you know, some of us have been to Arizona. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've written this, chapter 12, for your enjoyment today. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. Very, very intrigued to see how you take it. It's mm-hmm. about 3,500 words. Nice. That's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I sort of I was sort of on one, and then I was like, maybe I'll split it into two, mm. and then I was like, no, but when just, I'm on I'll one, just, I'll just have like a I'll just have everyone like a loses their minds. <laughs> well, well you know. maybe we'll lose our minds at this as well. Yeah, the one you're on is different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> very different ones. We're on other uh-huh. ones. Yeah. yeah, we're not the same. That's true. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think I finished our thoughts on the tone, tonal shift thing. Because <laughs> I did remember that one of the great Lily Orchard writing advices was <laughs> pick if you're a drama or a comedy. People hate a tonal shift in the middle of the series. You know, I the thing about Succession, mm-hmm. um, it would be a really good show, except that it doesn't seem to know if it wants to be funny or like have yeah. serious moments and i think it should i choose think homestuck would be great if it had stuck with either the comedic tone or the like oh my god people actually die thing from the beginning mm. yeah if you have both it's just sort of yeah. uneven the thing about romeo and juliet <laughs> um <laughs> is is that they'll be like making jokes and then they'll be like killing themselves and i think that's just I, wrong i can't believe they decided personally. to put romance and tragedy mm-hmm. in like the same thing i think bojack horseman mm. is like one of the worst series that has ever been done <laughs> yeah it's like are you bird puns or are you like gonna be about sad alcoholic mm-hmm. man you know yeah the audience famously doing hated both it. is like, kind they of alienated their entire audience once they uh, <laughs> turned serious like what if bojack Horseman was just the sad bit <laughs> oh my god <laughs> can you imagine no, i think I... it would be unwatchable it would legitimately be impossible to watch <laughs> just the saddest show that has ever been on tv yeah yeah it's just inexplicably about a horse guy, but the rest of it is just really serious. I think in Higurashi, it's so bad when, like, oh, it starts out with just them playing funny games and jokes and whatever, and suddenly it's like a weird horror story, and then it changes back into, like, mm. a saccharine friendship saves everything story. I think that's, like, mm. you know, nobody sticks with it through eight games, because it just alienates no. the readers. They get confused. They're like, I don't understand. Is it funny mm. or is it serious? That's me when I think about just life in general. <laughs> what genre I'm like, is it is funny or is life? it serious? What is life's genre? Let's read this. Let's read anyway, this chapter. Chapter, fifth, chapter 12 um, by me, Charlotte. Okay. Who wants yes. to start? Am I starting? We arrived at our hotel in Reykjavik less than 24 hours after we set off. The flight this time had been quiet, the group that left Paris a far more solemn one than the one that had first crossed the channel what felt like months ago. The only person who seemed at all excited was Kaylee, her grief at the deaths of Ed and Elle temporarily assuaged by the thrill of meeting a popular witch-tuber. <laughs> Why were you in Paris? I'd asked Felix, not long after his dramatic introduction. It's the influence for a life, it takes you all over. He ran his hand through his carefully highlighted hair. My agent said that it would boost my image to take a few selfies in the Louvre. You know, being naked in front of the naked paintings and stuff. Hey, is your sister single? She has a really marketable face. (laughs) She's a child. (laughs) Who's? Haha, just kidding with you. We hadn't spoken (laughs) since, but I've kept a close eye on him. It felt like a big ask to have our small team, already shattered by loss and distrust, have to embrace yet another suspicious stranger. Amelie at least had become something like a friend, but I definitely didn't trust Horace and Marco. Speaking of Marco, he'd been quiet both outside and inside my head. He had looked kind of queasy on the plane, if it was possible for a smooth-skinned vamp to look queasy. As we checked in at our wooden, Nordic-style hotel, I snuck a glance at his rugged face and caught him looking away suddenly. How could it be that, after all he'd been thinking, 
How could it be that after all he'd been thinking at me before he was now suddenly awkward? He'd been thinking at me before he was now ah. suddenly awkward. <laughs> thinking at me. <laughs> like talking. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to put it out of my mind and concentrate on checking in. The room was square and neat in a typical Scandinavian fashion. The bedspread actual blue and the curtains a cool white. The bedspread wasn't the only eggy thing. The water that flowed out of the tap had a strong smell, sulfurous and violent. I like the sudden shift of tone where there's like no comedic bits anymore. I wondered if the hell on the other side of the portals smelled similar. <laughs> and despite the pleasantness of the environment, I felt a low buzz of anxiety up my spine. Who would die this time? <laughs> Someone's Whose funeral <laughs> would we end this trip with? Mine? Luke's? Kaylee's? The more I thought about it, the stupider it seemed. Why was our team so small? We hadn't even succeeded in being inconspicuous, which I thought was the entire point of sending so few people. Instead, it was fewer people every time, picked off, and left like a feast for the crows. <laughs> What do you think of Felix? Kaylee was already unpacking her suitcase full of eagle paraphernalia like John Fishnet tights and buckled harnesses. He's not as expressive in real life as he is on the streams, but it's so exciting to meet him. Mmm, I said, not wanting to get into an argument. It's weird, I didn't even know he was a witch. We're getting really good at hiding in plain sight. Oh please, you can tell by his bone structure. Kaylee waved her hand airily. We really are the pretty people. Instagram models are always getting fillers to get the magic user look. I shrugged again. Not particularly interested in online drama when compared to our team's rising body count. Oh my God. <laughs> After unpacking, we went to meet the rest of the team in the lobby before tromping out into the strange evening sunlight. It was hard to get used to. It was already eight o'clock and yet the sun illuminated the streets with the same flat brightness as it had at midday. The eeriness of it bothered me as much as the water had, and I wish we were back in Paris, or better yet, in England, but I clamped down the thought and didn't say anything. It's just sunlight. It doesn't mean anything. And suddenly he was back again, as if he'd never been away, and I glared at him. And here I was enjoying the peace and quiet. Anyway, who are you to tell me what does and doesn't mean anything? I was trying to reassure you. Haley, look. What? No weird faces? No horrible insinuations? I'm sorry about before. Hadn't eaten in a while. I, it can make me strange. His voice in his head, his voice in my head sounded almost ashamed. I tried not to think about it. And it's tough about Tanya and Taurus? Probably true. Look, I wanted to say that I'm so... No! You don't get to say that, not now. Ed and Elle are dead because of you. <laughs> I know, I just wanted... Shut up! His voice continued to buzz in my head, but I found if I concentrated on other things, I could successfully ignore it. I watched the cobblestones as we walked and imagined running my fingers over them, imagined how it would feel to bleed to death while lying on them. I gritted my teeth and looked up to see we'd arrived at a wooden door <laughs> establishment, the sign above proclaiming it to be the English pub. <laughs> A little taste of home for you, said Felix, smiling, and I felt suddenly grateful to him, creep or no creep. 
with ears on tap inside were traditionally British and comforting. <laughs> Heineken, Budweiser, Amstel, Peroni. There was even Guinness, and I ordered a pint. Sipping it, I felt truly English again. The spirit of my ancestors giving me power through the dark, yeasty liquid. <laughs> Another episode where we make fun of the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it didn't take long for us to suck down our pints (laughs) to suck down our pints and order more Kaylee nursed the shandy I'd allowed her to have while Marco delicately sipped from a glass of expensive New World red wine Horace didn't drink hunched over the table looking hollow faced and ashamed go on have a pint on me said Felix grinning I'll even put it in a rock ball for you and you can lap it up if you like. Horace turned red and seemed to shrink even further into himself, shaking his head. Oh, does Wolfboy not even like a bit of beer? (laughs) Maybe he is worried he will release his animal side. Felix's words had begun to slur and his movements had become unsteady. What if I help you freeze us? (laughs) All of a sudden, Horace was frozen. The spell stopping him from moving. <laughs> I stared, unable to believe what was happening, as Felix grasped his head and poured beer into his slightly open mouth. There, I am helping you, good dog. Suddenly finding my voice, I shot up out of my chair. What the fuck are you doing? Leave him alone. As if sensing my distress... Marco appeared from where he'd been at the bar and seeing Horace's frozen body went white with rage at the scene. Release him! yelled Marco at the same time as Tanya's hand shot up and grasped Felix by the neck. You will let him go, she said, voice colder than I'd ever heard it, and you will leave this bar. No, now, said Uncle Dominic, arms up in conciliation. I'm sure it's just useful hijinks. (laughs) Tanya, if you could release Felix, then I'm sure he'll release the boy. Tanya released him reluctantly, and he gasped in air, clutching his knees. Tanya raised a hand again, and he quickly muttered something. All at once, Horace unfroze and collapsed onto the table, whining as if involuntarily at the back of his throat. Tanya placed a hand against his shoulder blades, and seeing me looking, cocked her head to one side. You witches. You think you are better than everyone else. But stop you from talking your spells, and what can you do? You're as useless as a child. She went back to rubbing Horace's back, but he sprang up and rushed to the doorway, on his face a look of such utter distress as I had never seen on a living creature. Tanya stood up and sighed. I will not be able to find him now. He is too fast. She turned to Felix, who was now swaying gently. It should be you who is running. We are now enemies. And with that, she disappeared out the front door. The atmosphere had turned awkward after that. The conversation stilted and odd. Kaylee kept looking at Felix with an uncomfortable look on her face, as if trying to find something that was no longer there. Marco looked the same as ever, but I could feel the worry in his thoughts. I signed. I sighed, resigned. Come to the smoking area with me. I want to talk to you. We're talking now, aren't we? This is as private as it gets, Haley Juniper. I want to talk out loud, please. Whatever the lady wants. I'm going outside for some air, I announced. I'll be back in a minute. I shall accompany you, said Marco. Every location could have unknown dangers. Then I'll come too, (laughs) said Luke, standing. (laughs) 
No, I said a bit too quickly. You need to keep an eye on Kaylee, would you? He sat down again, eyeing Marco suspiciously. I ignored him and headed out the back door into the strange twilight nighttime, Marco trailing behind. What's wrong? I turned to him and folded my arms. Don't try to pretend. I can feel your worry from here. It's giving me indigestion. Objection cut off, he sighed. It's Horace. He hasn't eaten flesh in weeks. So, if you had blood? He gave me a knowing look. I was acting strange before, and that was after four days of no blood. We have to keep up our potency, otherwise we begin to lose control of our inhibitions. Horace is dangerously low on flesh, and it's going to make him behave erratically. He's been showing incredible self-control. I try not to think about what he'd look like without that control. So what? Can't he hit up a morgue or something? <laughs> no, Haley Juniper. It's illegal for him to steal a body, and so far he's been constantly watched by your uncle. I paused. So, he's not allowed to steal the dead and he doesn't want to eat a living person. He is starving. I had never thought about that possibility before. So, werewolves legally are forced to starve. That's horrible. How is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's always been. He raised his arms in exasperation. You witches, you make these laws and pretend they're for the best and then punish people for trying to stay alive. It's your uncle and men like him who make these laws, and believe me, it is not an accident. Surely it can be true. I just assumed that werewolves chose to steal bodies out of weakness, not that they had to eat to survive. But if my uncle knew that, why would he put Horus on the team, not give him human flesh? I don't know. Maybe it's ignorance. Maybe... Maybe he wants an excuse to put him down. I once said the sudden intrusion but knew that he couldn't lie across the connection without me knowing. It was possible that Dominic had put Horace on this team deliberately in order to get him killed. Yet, part of me couldn't believe it. Jolly Uncle Dominic, <laughs> who helped raise us and was always willing to listen to my problems, who seemed to have such high, high hopes for which kind? I didn't know what to think. <laughs> Is everything I've ever known a lie? Whatever you believe. Our priority should be finding Horace before something bad happens and getting him some food, said Marco, rubbing his eyes, his handsome face tired. I know you may not want to help, but I'll help. <laughs> Guilt and confusion were still rolling around my belly, but this at least was something practical to do. Come on. When, when we went back inside the pub, Felix was no longer there. He laughed, explained Kaylee. I, I think he's a bad person. I patted her on the head. Even internet celebrities can be bad people sometimes. <laughs> Looking around the room, everyone seemed a bit livelier than before, the alcohol doing its work. Vic was having a spirited conversation with Dominic and Emily and hadn't noticed our return. Listen, Kaylee, me and Marco are going. If anyone asks, tell them we were back at the hotel. Kaylee's eyes went bigger sources. Are you two going to shat? No. We're just tired, okay? Tell people that. She looked suspicious, but nodded anyway. I pointed a warning finger at her and slipped out the front door with Marco. Okay, we'll split up to find him. Whoever finds him first calls across the bond to the other, said Marco, and I nodded. He headed up the street back towards the hotel, and after thinking for a second, I turned left and walked briskly towards the docks. It was now deep night time in Reykjavik, but it still hadn't become truly dark. It was as if, rather than going dark, all the shadows had just become longer, swamping the corners and alleys of the clean city in pools of darkness. It was oppressively quiet. 
the only person I came across was a street cleaner, the whirring brushes of his little car barely able to break the silence of that heavy night. I was very aware of the strain of mine and Marco's bond, the discomfort of our distance. <laughs> I was drunker than I had initially thought, my steps heavier than I would have liked. Before I knew it, I had reached the docks and still hadn't seen either Horace or heard anything from Marco. The docks were half empty, the rest filled with an assortment of pleasure yachts, fishing ships and power boats advertising whale-watching expeditions. A huge rusting boat next to the pier caught my eye, its shadow covering the narrow path. It had a strange opening at the back like a mouth and an enormous winch on the deck. A whaling ship, I realised, and felt cold. Then I heard a sound. Initially hard to detect beneath the slow lapping of the water against the dock. A wet noise, sometimes broken up with what sounded like someone snapping their fingers. It was coming from the shadow of the whaling ship, and I felt my feet slowly move towards it, drawn by a dull sense of inevitability. I couldn't tell what I was seeing at first. It looked like someone was trying to shake a hunched person awake, a dark figure holding another figure. Then there was that wet snapping sound, and I realized the shaking was actually a tearing, a whole arm being disconnected. The wet noise was flesh giving way to flesh, blood slowly trickling down into the water of the dock. As my eyes adjusted to the dark against my will, the details became clearer. There, on the ground, sat Horace. He was weeping uncontrollably, his shoulders shaking and tears running down his blood-soaked face even as he tore a handful of meat from the arm he was holding and crammed it into his mouth, bits of flesh falling out of it as, if, as he chewed furiously. The person on the ground wasn't hunched, I realized, but headless. The neck formed an O, the torn muscles making it look like an open mouth spitting blood. The spine jutted out of it, so pale as to be almost blue in the shadow. What spinal cord? I thought wildly. Shouldn't there be a spinal cord? There was so much blood. I can't see the head. Did he eat it? Horace? I choked out, trying to make my brain work. Horace, it's me. H- Haley? Blood bubbled out from between his lips and I tried not to gag. Hey, it's okay. I'm, I'm here to help. Not breathing through my nose, I, I laid a hand on his shoulder. I, I killed him, Haley. I tried not to. He started weeping harder, choking down sobs before cramming more flesh into his mouth. So, so hungry. Suddenly filled with a weird certainty, I looked at the body again. (laughs) Sure enough, barely visible on the puffy jacket below the dark blood, I could just read the word supreme. (laughs) The body was Felix. Unable to keep it down any longer, I stepped to the side and vomited onto the pier. Shh, shush, you're all right. There was a hand holding my hair and another rubbing my back as I vomited again, tasting the last of the Guinness leaving my stomach. I turned around and there was Marco, and his arms were around me, and I sobbed. I felt your shock through the bond, he explained, as I calmed down and stepped away, embarrassed. I got here as quickly as I could. We both looked to where Horace had finally stopped eating, and instead sat in a pool of blood, head in his hands. Marco, it's... I know, I can smell it. I had forgotten. Did he look at the grisly scene in front of us and not feel horror, but instead hunger? I had almost forgotten what he was. He always seemed so human. What do we do? I asked. Who do we tell? Marco turned to me. 
that's up to you, Haley. Do you want there to be one death or two? What do you mean? I asked, but already knew. If anyone finds out about this, they'll have him killed. He gestured to Horace, who had curled into a body ball on the sidewalk. That's the law. No matter that he was starving, that he'd been given alcohol against his will, that he had no choice, they'll kill him. I knew he was right. I felt overwhelmed. Everything I believed and understood suddenly turned on its head. Had this been Uncle Dominic's plan? Had he seen the team as a way to get rid of an inconvenient werewolf? I felt used all of a sudden, dirty. Could I trust this vampire who had tried to steal my power, who could talk into my head, and who had held me as I cried? I was scared we'd lose another member when the portal opened, and that prophecy had already been fulfilled. Could I bear another death? Mine made up, I turned to Marco. Okay, how do we save him? Saving Horace involved getting rid of the body and calling Tonya. I'll stash it somewhere hard to get to, no point wasting the rest of the meat. We'll give chunks to him occasionally to keep him stable, Marco had said. I didn't like someone I had known being used for cold cuts, but at this point I wasn't too far to object. (laughs) If it kept Horace from freaking out again, it would be worth it. I was a bit more positive about telling Tonya, although worried about adding another conspirator to our group. She'll help, Marco had told me. She cares about him. Tanya hadn't sound surprised when we told her, but did sound concerned. She'd wiped any CCTV in the area that had shown Horace, and was keeping an eye on police channels. Meanwhile, she booked a plane ticket for early in the morning in Felix's name. We will say he had an important engagement at Tanacon. <laughs> at Tanacon. He is unreliable. It will not be suspicious. She had said before getting to work. It was useful to have a hacker on the team. In comparison... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in, com- <laughs> in comparison, I felt useless, only able to watch as Marco picked Horace up in his strong arms and carried him back to the hotel and then climbed in through their window. They're sharing a room. <laughs> yeah, they're in two. <laughs> okay. Taking-, <laughs> Taking the long way around, I went in through the lobby and up the stairs before knocking on their door. You're not useless, said Marco, answering the door. I hadn't said anything out loud. It's good you're here. You helped save him. We went to the bathroom where Horace was sitting unresponsive in the bathtub. Together, we ran the shower over his head, sponging the blood off him, making him clean. Listen, Marco wasn't looking at me. I'm sorry, for the spell. I know you didn't want me to say it, but I am. I'm sorry. I tried to feel angry, but instead I just felt very tired. I'm sorry too, for the way things are. I didn't understand, I think, before. I'm sorry too. We made eye contact for a second before going back to cleaning the werewolf. We were connected now. Not only in mind, but in what we both helped cover up. Now we were both criminals. (laughs) (laughs) We were both involved in illegal things. That was good. Pretty good. I really liked that a lot. <laughs> um, it, you, yeah, I weren't kidding about tonal shifts in the last <laughs> chapter. It's almost like they read from different authors. Uh, hmm. I think that's the same author. I think we, we just, you know, it's, yeah. it's the same book. Don't worry about it. 
<laughs> no, I think it's just flip sides of a coin, you know. Mm. Yeah. It's like it's like real life, you know. Sometimes sometimes you're send, sending troll faces to each other and sometimes you're like involved in some serious murder. <laughs> <laughs> There's this bit um uh in this where you were talking about where is it? Um, Horus, yeah, Horus had finally stopped eating and sat in a pool of blood, head in his hands. And I was so tempted to be like, was it his head? <laughs> oh, was it Felix's head? <laughs> Whose head? <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that the, um, even internet celebrities can be bad people sometimes. <laughs> That's very it's, deep. It's a, it's a, Think of it as a um a moral, you know, for the reader. Yeah. They're like, damn, you're right, maybe internet celebrities can be bad. Yeah. <laughs> just because you just because they're fun on on their streams doesn't mean they're also cool in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I love that the spell the freezing spell is freezer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus freezer. Jesus freeze um, the freeze. Um, That's a pretty pretty fucked up thing t- for Felix to do, isn't it? Isn't isn't he kind of fucked up? Isn't it kind of good that he's dead though? <laughs> it's kind of good that he's dead. It's like at the end where uh, they're but- saying, "Oh, we're both criminals now." Are they? Mm. <laughs> well, only technically, you know. <laughs> technically criminals. They did help cover up a murder, but like, yeah, was it? A- it was a murder, but not a crime, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he had it coming. He had it coming. No, I think it was a crime. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, is uh, Uncle Dominic uh, Pete Buttigieg? <laughs> <laughs> he has high, high hopes for which. Kind? I have to. I have to start doing like Pete's Obama voice for future <laughs> Uncle Dominic bits. <laughs> I, I do think like the it's kind of fitting because the speech I wrote him uh, for last chapter is kind of a Mayor Pete speech. So yeah, well, when he yeah. like sat on the chair backwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a classic. It's a classic bit. Yeah, a really good visual. Um, Jolly Uncle Dominic. <laughs> Jolly Uncle Dominic. <laughs> he's not been Jolly once. <laughs> no, he's just a fun guy. You know, he's he's got yeah. high high hopes for which kind. Um, he really does. That's not untrue. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's accurate. <laughs> do you can someone be like no, a family guy and also do war crimes? A family hmm. guy. Yeah. Uh, a family yeah. Guy. yeah. Um, <laughs> jolly Uncle Dominic. <laughs> jolly Uncle Dominic. Can someone be? Do you think uh, Dominic hired um, Felix on purpose? Uh, knowing that he's gonna do werewolf hate crimes. <laughs> Dominic watching Felix's streams like, man, this guy's so annoying. He's yeah. definitely gonna kick something off. <laughs> it is possible. Um, he probably just, like, he might have just thought maybe he was it was useless. like part of his plan from the start to like replace Ed or L or both with like the actual evil people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe Ed and Al were bad, you know, we don't know. We never saw them enough, so... <laughs> no, they're, they're our character's best friends. Weren't they, they, kind, of, right, when they kind of werewolf racist? I don't remember. Yeah, they're real people with complex inner lives. <laughs> um, 
I, it's very funny to me that in this chapter you are like our team kept shrinking when they have added two more people so the team is like the same size, <laughs> same size. <laughs> yeah but if you like think of it as like as if they were always all there then it is shrinking mm-hmm. and then because yeah. you know there's, they're dying That's and I guess true. Felix is gone now yeah um, Felix is gone I like he's in barely chunks. new yeah. <laughs> he's in bed he's cold cats <laughs> No, he's not gone. He's still around. Like yeah. he's, they still carry him around. So he lives on That's in true. the flesh, you know, an object. Yeah. So <laughs> he lives on in Horace's stomach, in it's Horace's tummy. Yeah, I think Horace is going to be him. like noticed at one point that if like one of the world's most famous witch tubers, uh, it turns out to be missing. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they can they can make it seem like he's gone for a while, but like eventually yeah. people are going to start to notice. Yeah. But they can blame Oh, this is else. really good for me in terms of cannibal jokes for next chapter. Okay. Um, I'm, I might rewatch some Hannibal just to like mm-hmm. get in that headspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like um. Yeah, Horace and know. Tanya's relationship is problematic because Horace eats people. <laughs> yeah, he does. Marco being like, "Oh, it's nice to have an old friend for dinner," as he like chucks like a sandwich bag full of. Eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> um, this was a really good chapter for some character development. Mm. You did some kind of sexy Marco bits. Yeah, mm. I, I wanted to like bring them a bit closer together, you know, and also mm-hmm. give them give them more to bond over that like separates them from Luke. So in the future, yeah. he'll feel more left out. Which is like cover up of a murder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. He's gonna be like are carrying you chunks of a YouTuber with them. <laughs> Do murder, but make That's it character development. Activity. You know, it's a bonding exercise. <laughs> Would you help me hide yeah. a body? Apparently, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is true that there would be two murders if she didn't, though. Yeah, exactly. That's the crucial detail here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Horace is cute. <laughs> yeah. He, he Thinking about Horace and Marco sharing a room is really. <laughs> On my mind now. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's for the shippers. I mean, it makes sense that they'd be sharing a room. I think, yeah. Cause... I just thought that they'd put, like, the non-human people together as, yeah. like, <laughs> oh, no one else wants to share a room with you sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Oh, we have arrived in Rome. We're going to get into our hotel room. Oh, no! There's only one bed! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you think if Horace and Marco had sex, Haley would be able to like feel it? Yes, probably. It's interesting. Like, unless unless uh, Marco is like no thoughts, head empty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does this book end with the with the link being dissolved? Like, is that how the book ends? Uh... Or like they're they're gonna get separated? One of them ends up in portal, like behind the portal or something. All oh, right, yeah. I don't know if we've decided. No, we haven't. No. <laughs> we don't know how this book will end. <laughs> we just like let the characters take it where it will, you know. We didn't know but that Horace was like... going to murder someone until until this point. Because yeah. Janosch we'll... introduced a character that we hated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think I still stand by it and like Having your chapter is proof that I was right in introducing this character. Okay. Because, yeah, because like, this was really good. Yeah, and how, good how would we get this character point. development without that's true without uh, without the dead guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And it does have to be a dead guy that the audience can also hate. We yeah, can yeah. just be like, oh yeah, he picks some random Icelandic dude off the street and yeah, chumped yeah. and and chowed down. Yeah, because no, um, I did think uh, like when when I was considering and whether you were right in criticizing me, I was like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> me, I was, I was is it my co-hosts how... who are wrong? No, no. <laughs> Wait, it no, is my co-hosts who are wrong. <laughs> yes. No, I was thinking about how like all of our characters uh, are like too likable at this point, and we need like we need one character who is like instantly. Are they likable? <laughs> I mean, Luke, Luke is Luke is not necessarily likable, but he's funny to like he be, is be funny. Old, So yeah, I like um him in this. Not no, I, I think we we just needed good. a character who just really makes your skin crawl when you think about him. Mm. Yes, and my skin does crawl when I think about Felix Judy yeah. Pie of Witch Tube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no relation to any real people. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that he's dead. <laughs> Rest in pieces, Wadumsh. <laughs> Thinking about um, Horace chewing on like his bones. Yeah. I, t- <laughs> mm. I think I think we nibble. we will have to like uh, introduce a character in one of the Reykjavik chapters who has been like a close relative of Felix's and is like really nice and is, is really really upset about him being gone. So that. The audience can feel bad for hating him. Yeah, we can be like, wow, maybe all murder is wrong, even if you yeah. hated them. Yeah, exactly. War is hell. Maybe even shitty people had a uh, family. Ones. Yeah. I love um, Haley realizing big truths. Yeah, she's like never thought about it before. <laughs> Haley has been no thoughts had empty. She's like, well, I will, I will have to eat. That's fucked up. <laughs> You mean they eat, but we don't let them? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very good. I wanted um, it to be like a double whammy, because I feel like Tanya sort of hates witches as well, um, as a normal. Yeah, I um, I feel like her hate comes a little bit from being jealous, but also... Um, did we decide that she was like a, a witch's daughter who didn't get any powers? I can't remember. Maybe? Who? Tanya. Tanya. Uh, we have which is mm, mm. no. she just like accidentally hacked into Witch Tube or something, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, um, I think so." We'll we'll use your abilities, so they can't like make her unknow. I mean, maybe they could, but they're like you're too useful. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she just somehow ended up like in England somehow, and that was the fastest way she could adapt. I don't know. Maybe she was hanging out around. By, by getting into witchcraft? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Famously. It's just me, five pounds in the big city. I'm going to get into witchcraft. <laughs> Don't get into witchcraft we have really maybe. never considered what her backstory is, now that I no. think about it. Well, um, she's just a hacker. She does hacking. Yeah. What else do you need to know? We could do like I might. Oh, I don't even know what I'm going to write for the next chapter. There's so many possibilities. But I, I do think like heavy, uh, hacking into magic net is a is a good in for her character, like where, yeah. where she could have come mm. from. So once again, a great thing I introduced to this to this story. <laughs> <laughs> a win Listen, for Yano. <laughs> I never had any issues with magic net. No. <laughs> no mentions of hate crimes in this one, so that's. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> the branded hate crimes 
<laughs> no, I think I think that can like be stay in the background until we get to Roman Vatican. Yeah, mm. that's true. Ah, I love. I really enjoyed this. This is good. Um, I'm very excited to do something next, and I don't even know what. Yeah, I'm excited how you're gonna continue this. Are you thinking the attack comes next, or like? I think it's um, too soon for the attack. Yeah, I yeah. Think so. I might do some more character development if I feel like it. Yeah, <laughs> go a bit crazy. I'm um, thinking, <laughs> thinking Kaylee might be a bit like yeah, because you know now now. Um, Felix is gone. Kaylee's going to be like, "Damn, he was so unreliable. I can't believe he just left without telling mm-hmm. anyone." Mm-hmm. I'm so disappointed in this in this guy. Um, and I guess it'll also have like Haley spending more time casually with Marco and Luke being a bit like, "What is going on? What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, fucked up. <laughs> I was just <laughs> looking through our our. Um plot like notes document and like mm. one of the points for the Reykjavik bit is fight scene this whole section needs padding out I have yeah. no idea how to conceptualize character drama this broadly <laughs> 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 and you know I still don't but oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah I did notice as I was like before I was writing the last chapter I was like looking over the lore doc for the first time in since mm. like we started basically mm. and that's how I found out we we're even gonna go to Reykjavik because I didn't have that <laughs> Uh, I didn't remember what the location between uh, Paris and Rome is gonna be, Mm-mm. and I did notice that like up to that point we had like pretty closely an outline that we were following, and from here on it's it's free <laughs> jazz I think. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty jazz. It's pretty free form. The law document is good. I think we should release some bits to people. I like the character descriptions that I've written. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I can't find it. I'm always losing it. Remember Cressida? <laughs> <laughs> Remember Jenna? Remember like Jenna's gonna die. Remember Scorpio? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Fuck about yeah. Scorpio. Oh, maybe, maybe I should put Scorpio in the next chapter. Yeah, well, I think that's like a good reminder. Right? So, yeah. Felix PewDiePie, dead. <laughs> Felix PewDiePie, R.I.P. Yeah. Sunny, sunny Iceland. Mm-hmm. Michael yeah. Storm, famous London musician, not at Sheeran. <laughs> Manting tension. Haley's getting used to having Marco in her head. Luke hates to hear it. Yeah, this is like, you know, basically what's yeah. going on. I mean, the character drama is like, we had an idea of what the character drama is going to be, but not like what the actual plot is going to be from here on, I think. Mm. This, yeah, this is good because it's got here that we have people starting to go like, this is suspicious. Yeah, it seems to have something to do with like, um, deliberately failing or something. Which is yeah, we, mm-hmm. we we've nicely nicely coming up to that sort of stuff. So that's good. We're we're doing pretty mm-hmm. well, I think. I think so. And the whole like hiding a body thing mm-hmm. can be like Luke's trying to figure out what Haley and Marco keep talking about. He's mm-hmm. like that he can still see that her aura is a bit off. Um, he's like, something's up with you guys. I don't know what it is. And they're like, both like, uh, it's definitely not that we've hidden a body. And they're so busy, like trying to keep that secret that they accidentally get caught out about the witch bond or heart spell. Uh, whatever right, it yeah, is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. And then Luke can be like, Hmm, I'm going to activate my jealousy mode. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of, I was kind of like, maybe I'm into... Amelie, French sexy lady, but 
actually now there's the possibility that you're like someone else and have some sort of yeah. magic bond. I'm now super pissed about this. God, that's classic Luke. That is classic <laughs> Luke. God, I hate Luke. He was like, I'm kind of on the fence about being in love with you, but now that I know someone else is. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> but that is literally what um uh Ben um Shade of the Vampire yeah, is yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, like he literally does that. <laughs> he's, it's so funny in the second book. He's like, "Damn, um, I wanted to have sex with the hot my hot ex girlfriend on the beach, but I always considered that eventually I would marry um, what's her name, and now she's in love with this vampire dickhead, and I, I want, I'm very upset by this, and now I'm going to pursue a relationship. It's so annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, bro. <laughs> I don't think anything we can come up with is going to be as funny as Ben meeting his ex and immediately hooking up with her on family vacation. Just like on fucking her birthday. Off to somewhere else. On her birthday. That so bad. That is something we would make Luke do as a joke. Yeah. 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 That's, that would be something where I would get a ton of shit for. Okay, this is leaning too much into parody. <laughs> Maybe you should. Maybe I'll do that. No, I won't. But that would be funny if it was Haley's birthday and he just had sex with Emily. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! No, I feel like Haley doesn't care about him enough at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's I think it's too late for that. Maybe you know maybe there there can be like some fallout between Haley and Marco at some point. Hmm. Hmm. Because yeah. I do think no, I do think that they're gonna they're gonna have to start growing closer now. But then, I, they're not they can't end up together already at the end of the book. No. So there's Boy. gonna be like some trust problem. Maybe like Scorpio shows up and ruins everything. Well, I was thinking that they would be like romantically. Yeah. They would get close romantically, and then they get yeah. like split up at um, the very last yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, is it not going to be like a, oh, misunderstanding, I have never loved you actually in the first place thing? No, I think, (laughs) I think they, I think they, uh, they're like, it's sort of working out at the end of the book. Um, Mm -hmm. but then they, the new problem is that they're split up and then that's when like, and then that will have the whole thing where Haley will meet like the hot demon who inhabits Luke's body and then it becomes like a love triangle with the demon inside Luke's body. And it's I like, is this that. ethical? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, the problem would be they'll be split up for so long that she'll be like, damn, maybe maybe it was all just a trick of the mind thing and we didn't actually like each other. I can't remember because it's been so long since I've seen him. And then that causes like all these issues. And then she sees him and she remembers how um, sexy his muscles are and she's like, no, I was right. <laughs> no, she would, Yeah, she'd be like, no, I was right. But then I think maybe that the demon will be helping her in the other world and she'll like be getting to she'll be getting used to him and she'll be like all like all conflicted because now she's like maybe i have feelings for this guy who's a demon Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're gonna have to put that that demon bit into the lord doc somewhere i think oh yeah i'll I'll do some i'm also noticing as i'm reading it back (laughs) there's a bit about the uh, the Vatican portal where it says the portal rips open and where else would it be but in the center of the Vatican city unfortunately that means that Marco and Werewolf are prevented from helping and centuries ago witches collaborated with the Catholic Church LMAO <laughs> to create a barrier around the city 
This is yeah. where the myths about crucifix and holy w- water came uh, from. Yeah. Yeah. Which We've is... We've talked about that. Yeah. I mean, I put that collaboration or that peace treaty on on the Second Vatican Council, which was in the 1960s. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, but it it could have been like an earlier collaboration also. Like they could have uh, had like yeah. a, an on and off again relationship. Yeah. I mean, the law document isn't final either. Yeah. So we can just change that. Yeah, we can um, do whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, I just wonder what makes more sense. Like, I like that it's the Vatican Treaty because it's more blasphemous if if or the Second Vatican Council because it's more blasphemous if it's like actually tied to an important church event. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, I think that's good. I mean, yeah, the law document is amendable. Um, <laughs> this yeah, We can do different stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the last point on the plot. It's just it's unsatisfying. End. <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring that up because we agreed on that at the beginning because that's how Bella Forest books go. But now mm-hmm. I, I can't help but think about like actual dramatically satisfying cliffhanger endings so i know it's because this book is our child and i do want to see it grow up yeah, successfully exactly. and fulfilled but unfortunately we have to neglect it i mean if bella never comes back to life uh we will have to publish it on our own so mm, yeah uh, and then which, i don't mind if we have a good she... ending i'm gonna go on bella forest website because i'm curious to see if she has started uploading again i don't think so i think i looked oh. at it like last week because she's updating the Dark Light series. She's updating them all constantly. I don't know why I'm specifically that one. Um, no, it still says due to some unforeseen publishing issues, etc. What publishing hmm. issues? All of her additional releases have been, releases have been suspended. Yeah, Bella, it's I'm like so four curious. books that were announced. Did she die of coronavirus? <laughs> that was my thing. I was like... <laughs> Are they going to try and replace her with, like, an identical person <laughs> who then gets the ghostwriters to, like, write books? Oh, Dark Hunt's got such a funny cover. <laughs> yeah. When was this supposed to release originally? Yeah, this was supposed to come out in August 2020. And now Whoa. it's December. That's so weird. All of these book covers are so bad. I've scrolled down a little. A Dawn of Worlds in the Shade of Vampire is so funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> I also have, like... Twitter notifications on for her Twitter account, so there still hasn't been like a tweet since August. These are generally these are genuinely worse than like what the f- the other covers. <laughs> I can't even find her Twitter. It's Shade of. It's not Bella Forest. It's Shade of Vampire, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's called Shaddict Support now. <laughs> it's what? Well, and- I am a Shaddict. I'm suffering from withdrawal. And it's uh, it's a locked account now. <gasps> Bella, I'm already following it, so I'm in. But yeah, yeah, same. We all are. But what is it? Yeah. Oh my god! On, Aug- a- on August, she says the publishing issues mentioned in our previous post have not yet been resolved. As such, Bella's additional releases have been temporarily suspended. Please know that this is being addressed and we hope to have in additional information soon. Thank you for all your patience. 37 replies. It? it would be really... Fingers crossed. Okay, Everyone's there's... replying like... Oh, that's okay. It gets resolved. Okay, here's the only info I could find that didn't seem questionable. And apparently, 
there is dispute over who owns Bella Forest. Oh my god, where did you find no that? No way, where? Oh my god. Commonwealth of the Bahamas in the Court of Appeal, Amber Louise Murphy and Hot Pancakes Limited, CSPS and, and Spacker Bahamas Limited before Honorable blah blah blah. Oh my link, god. Link, link, link. What? Okay. I'm looking um, at the two now. Where are you looking? Where is it? It's like in one oh, of the first replies under the, the, I think, the pinned one. Yeah, I'm going to tweet, uh, post it Injunction on which inter alia compelled Ansbacker to pay out to Mr. Carlos Filler a, a, a sum of $4 million from the first what? respondent's account. Terminate the appellant's electronic online banking access due to the first respondent's account at Ansbacker and prevent the appellant from accessing on withdrawing funds from the said account. What does this all mean? Oh my god. What? Contrary to the account at paragraphs 21 to 25 of the Carlos Stevola affidavit, Miss Murphy has always had exclusive right to determine the publish- publishing affairs of HPL. Mrs. Murphy herself registered the, registered the trademark Bella Forest and certain copyrights for confidentiality what? purposes. And because she writes under a pen name, Miss Murphy agreed with CSP that even the intellectual property rights would be registered in the name of HPL. What the fuck? Oh my god, we're learning so much. What the hell? <laughs> the mystery deepened. <laughs> but we know her name now? Amber Ms. Louise Mur- Murphy, apparently. Okay, Amber Louise Murphy. God, the mystery revealed. <laughs> I can't believe this. Amber Louise Murphy versus Hot Pancakes Limited at all. Yeah, this is the... The Bahamas. Oh, everyone's favorite tax haven. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm reading some of what the So hell? much money. Four million. Four million. So... Okay, but like, what does this mean for us? Like, or for Bella Forest, right? Because it seems like it's, it's a company still in that. Yeah. Like, there's basically a dispute over who owns this company who publishes the Bella Forest books, or. Like, it doesn't seem like Bella Forest is actually the pen name of this one person. It's like, it says uh, they, or like, Amber Louise Murphy um, was coordinating freelance writers, right? Yeah. So do we think they're gonna, it's gonna be settled in some way and then someone else, like, takes over and gonna publish the books? Or is it full over? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Sorry, so, I'm just googling Hot Pancakes Limited because that's the company. Yes. In this and the, yeah, it's under like all the top search results. Hot Pancakes Limited, Cyprus, Open Corporate Cyprus, I think is also a tax haven. Um, and mm. then the second thing is BellaForest.net privacy policy. Interesting. Yeah, it says okay. BellaForest is a trademark of Hot Pancakes Limited, filed in January 2013. But it's like this. This lawsuit is. Amber Murphy versus Hot Pancakes, right? Like yeah. it's it seems like the company sued her. Corporate documents of the company reflect that Amber Murphy was not involved in the affairs of the company before 2017. But another way, there is not a scintilla of evidence which reflects her involvement until 2017. Okay, she stopped oh my providing God, there's me with invoices. Did you read this part? Murphy first came into contact with the second defendant in 2012, when, as a 20-year-old, she decided she wanted to get into the online business and settled on working in the publishing space. And in particular, the online sales of ebooks via Amazon's you... Kindle Direct Publishing platform. Did mm. you say that she joined the company in 2017? Well, he says there's no paperwork that shows she was in it for 2017. But this says she joined. I think that's when, like, because obviously she's Bella Forest has been writing books since 2012. Yeah. Mm. But 
like the steadiness of books is like it picks up in 2017 it's like not a lot and then they start adding more series they start but this says this says that she was working like she first came in contact in 2012 and then uh i am informed by miss like this is the statement by the attorney by murphy's attorney and it says, I am informed by Ms. Murphy and verily believe that over the course of years from 2012 to 2019, CSP was retained by Ms. Murphy to advise her in relation to structuring and placement of her assets, uh, which were accumulated over time from her work as an author. Okay. So she was still writing stuff, apparently, according to her. Yeah. She probably wrote, like, one of the series. Yeah. Or, like, occasionally. And then Ma- Murphy maintained absolute control over the affairs, until 10th June 2020, when CSP fraudulently and illegitimately removed her from her roles and revoked the power of attorney. God. What is going on? This is so... so... so It's all about who owns bank accounts as well. Mm -hmm. Mm. Because I think think some of the Bella Forest bank accounts goes not to her, but to the company or something... First defendant, blah, blah, blah. And then later it says, like, once again in the attorney statement, contrary to the account at paragraphs 21 to 25, uh, Miss Murphy has always had exclusive rights to determine the publishing affairs of Hot Pancakes Limited. Uh, so they Ms. just Murphy tried to herself fire registered her. the trademark, trademark Bella Forest and certain copyrights. Mm. For confidential purposes and because she writes on a pen name, yeah. I don't know what to do with this information. No, I know. I, I feel know. like I need like a week to sit and read this. Yeah, I might have to go through this document. and like try and come up with so like lawyer yeah. jargony that it I want to Yeah. With office CSMP is the multi-jurisdictional marketing signature of that inter- international group of companies with offices in jurisdictions such as Switzerland, Panama, Cyprus, Malta, Dominican Republic, and the United Arab Emirates. I swear oh, the dodgy one. one of those is a tax haven. Yeah. Panama is like famously where you go if you don't want any of your records. Like, mm. the company. Uh. Yeah, okay, we're going to need some time to digest this, mm-hmm. yeah. I think. Um, I just want to talk about a different thing under the same tweet, under the same mm-hmm. like tweet by the Locked account, because this is one from... Let's see. The tweet that you found is from when? Uh, 29th of November. Okay, interesting. Cause there's, there's a different one from, from earlier, from October, that links to a post from the 1st of October from her Facebook mm. page, which interestingly uses a different person's photograph than the one that we... Uh, we found Uh, like i don't know where this photo is from and this says someone Mm. commented on something i love the shade of vampire series uh it's driving me nuts we're in the middle of the story do you have any idea when we might see the rest of that series and more i'm a shaddict and then bella forest (laughs) replied hopefully by the end of the year stay tuned and then once again a, a week later when someone asked will the series continue she answers yes this was all in october uh do we know when this if you're starting an online empire of ghostwritten ebooks maybe have like a really strong contract that protects you Uh (laughs) uh-huh but this lawsuit is from 
this this law document is from uh, and the dates it says 17 September 23rd September 1st of October. Yeah, well, it's, it's so ongoing, it feels like whoever ran the face ran the Facebook page seemed optimistic in October that the publishing will continue, but we don't know if it's like Murphy well, or whoever represents Hot Pancakes. Well, people yeah. on the replies to the Shattuck Twitter account are saying that the Instagram and the Facebook for Bella Forest are both gone. Yeah, from which from which date is that reply? That was November, late November. Okay, so it seems like since then she removed the Facebook. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're going to try and appear confident on the Facebook, but I don't think that they really knew what this was is... going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, we gotta we gotta go go do some real research into this and then yeah. keep an eye on it. I think. I just think it's so interesting that the Twitter is locked as well because it's still got all these ads and stuff. Yeah, and it's got like yeah. a bunch of followers. Well, okay, it's only got five thousand followers. Yeah, it's. So. Can you imagine if we never followed it and we just no longer had access? I'd oh be my so god. Upset. This is why you've um, got to follow the accounts, everyone. I'm glad we're professionals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is... Maybe we did this. <laughs> I think we did it's this. It's very funny timing. <laughs> we did create, like, new interest in, uh, in Heartspell. I'm just trying to see if I find anything about Amber Louise Murphy. I think we can safely assume that the picture of Bella Forest we've had before is Deborah Forest and unrelated. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It's okay, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, this is incredible. I'm looking at the Facebook page now. There's new things from the 4th of December. I'm going to link it here now. This is, this is really breaking me. This says, oh my god, it says, oh fuck, applications are closed now. Because oh, no, no, <laughs> no. Because the newest post from closed? December the fourth says before the edit, it says we are hiring. We are looking to hire a small group of proofreaders, editors, for refining Bella Forest books before their publication. Oh my god! Contact us privately and discuss the details. But yeah, they only left it open for twenty-four hours. And then the previous post says, "Oh my god, holy shit!" Okay, three posts <laughs> are up currently the oldest post is from september the 17th so they must have deleted everything before that and it says <laughs> this is the official bella forest page the person shown in the picture does not exist it is an ai generated image all oh the God. other social media pages were controlled by an imposter and have been taken down i'm oh sorry. my god what i love the top comment very odd i prefer the drama in my books <laughs> I mean, so, that person is wrong. This is extremely exciting and interesting. So, and there's 176 comments on that. So, when they said that, like, that the other person was an imposter, are they like hot pancakes imposter? And this is now run by um, what's her name? Uh, um, uh, Amber. Amber. Yeah, what, um, Amber Louise. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know Amber who won. Murphy. Yeah, so it's like either either she won control of the trademark and then she's trying to like strike out on her own or they now have control of it and they've blocked her from all the other accounts. Or no, she still controlled the other accounts (laughs) and they're trying to like get rid of her. (laughs) So that's why they're all blocked. That's that's mad. But this is... It's also... Okay, no. This 
this Facebook page links to the website of hotpancakes.com, hotpcakes.com. Huh. Okay. Which so then they're winning. Redirects to the Bella Forest web page. Yeah, bellaforest.net is apparently now hotpancakes.com. Okay, so they won. <laughs> it looks like Hot Pancakes won, yeah. So she started this book series. Uh, they got involved in some sort of legal pursuit, and now they control her her pseudonym of Bella Forest and the trademark thereof. Um, damn. God. So, yeah, so this guy, Carlos Cibola, he is president of CSMP. He is director of Gold Bull Security, which is security services, post protection, fugitive recovery, investigation, and training. Oh my god! He is so founder of Secure Services LLC, which is develops and distributes innovative technology. He's director of Hot Pancakes, member of Bitcoin Association Switzerland, <laughs> member of Crypto Valley Association, financial advisor for something in Russian or Bulgarian. Um, security guru for Secure Group, advisor to the board of Liberty Pool in Singapore, and director of Crypto's Fund. Um, although that's the only one he no longer is uh, the director of. So that so, one ended in September 2019. So there's um, a guy associated with the Bella Forest books who is not only the king of Bitcoin, but also involved in I, what I assume <laughs> is tracking down fugitives and then torturing them. Well, I think I think it's like bail jumpers. Okay, but like what's interrogation techniques? Uh, mm, true. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm going to follow up pancakes and interrogation I... techniques. Is a bit. It's interesting Beautiful. language to me. Okay, so the only person who's on Hot Pancakes Ltd is him. There's no other employees mentioned, so no one at least has got on LinkedIn and said I'm part of Hot Pancakes. So it seems to be literally just him. Okay. Uh, these all seem less like weird shell companies that he's made, you know? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, I've got to send you a picture of the boardroom that he has because it's just, like, very funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is his, like, um, what do we call it at the top of his LinkedIn page? Like, in, in the book club, the more recent <laughs> posts are also discussing the things about the the Facebook page that we talked about. And also so, linked to the Okay, someone says here, looks like the legal case might be concluded. Interesting to see this on the FAQ page. And it's the mm. thing we talked about, like the Hot Pancakes website. Yeah. I'm, I just so, want to describe this boardroom picture for yeah, our yeah. listeners. Um, so this is like the header of his LinkedIn page. Oh my God. Yeah, there is... <laughs> I mean, there's no way to get around it. In the corner, there is a six foot tall statue of a golden bull... <laughs> and on the wall next to it is a painting of a bull. Yes, there is a, a sort of triptych of a scary red bull. Um, there's some there's some flags there. It looks like the room that... a dictator would have to do business in. What flag is that? Is that the Cuban flag? Okay, I just Oof. want to talk about this post in the book club. Yes, please, please do. Page because there is some dispute about like kind of the same things we talked about. Uh, Namely, that the website seems sketchy like this. Here's a post by someone who says, I commented this on a couple of different threads on here. 
uh, in regards to the new website and this entire situation, this is all super sketchy. The official Better Forest website has mm -hmm. a Facebook link and it links directly to the page that this new person claims is an imposter that's now been removed with over 2K, 20k likes. Why would Bella Forest's official website be linked to an imposter Facebook page? Um, I don't know, they're just saying this, this all seems very sketchy, I guess. It is really sketchy. Yeah, Fag of Guinea-Bissau. My request it. to join official Shaddix group has been approved. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have okay, really... Okay, here we go, here we go. The, the pinned announcement Please. on... Because I have also tried to join that and I was not approved, so what's going on? They saw on you were a guy and they were like, look, he's just going to tell us to read Infinite Jest and we only want to read <laughs> Bella Forest. So, <laughs> notice, okay, I'm getting a deluge of messages and questions from multiple fan pages that I admin. This is going to be the last time we address this situation until Bella wants to say something herself. All new releases Who? are currently suspended. One, yes, there is another page making claims. Two, no, after working for Bella for five years, I do not believe them. Oh Nor have God. I ever claimed to be oh Bella Forest or to speak for Bella Forest, other than to pass on information related to me from Bella. No, they will not take our page down as we are a fan page. Yes, I will continue posting to the page and keep things going. Yes, you can still message me at any time with questions about the series or the files on the page, but please do not message me asking about the publishing suspension. I've been doing social media marketing, book trailers, book quote photos, family trees, etc. So that's her. Some editing and FB admin okay. stuff for Bella, but I do not involve myself in her other affairs. From now on, all posts on this page will be positive, fun posts that celebrate the books we have available to us <laughs> from Bella so far. Any posts regarding the other page or in regard to the current suspension will be removed. I will post updates when they become available. So what she's she's the one who makes the quote images because they're all posted on here by her. Oh my god! Okay, okay. We're but does so she claim to have actually worked for Bella Forest? Yeah. Hmm. Like I do, I do agree that the other page seems very suspicious. Um. So, if she says uh, that, if she says that it seems to be fake, then I agree with that. But I still find the claim that she has actually worked for Bella weird, unless she has also worked for this sketchy company that did the lawsuit. Well, didn't it say that um, Amber? was the coordinator yeah. um, of like ghostwriters and other people. So maybe when she says Bella, she's referring to Amber under the Bella name. Yeah. So it, it, it seems more likely that maybe Amber was doing most of the work. I mean, there seems to be no one else in this company besides Carlo. Mm -hmm. So uh amber was doing the majority of the stuff and people were working with her under the pseudonym of bella yeah and then now that she's gone he's like don't know i guess i'll hire a bunch of random people <laughs> to do some stuff <laughs> um i'll try and use the old ghostwriters maybe i don't know that's really this is wild i think what we should do is go yes. away this week Read the legal document. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do, do some, some research. research and come back fresh next week. Um, I think so. Okay. To so, are we gonna? Are we doing a chapter next week, I, or are we just? Gonna I'd do quite like, like a, to write an one exposé. anyway, but I can. But we can do that first and not talk about it so much, and then. I mean, it, dep okay. it depends. <laughs> depends how much we yeah. find out. We can. We can. We can plan based on what I'm we discover. I'm okay with either. Like. 
next a week from now is the 19th of december i'm yeah. not sure if we'd even mm. record a chapter the week after that because that's like christmas is it <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can write it and then then we might just talk about bella next week and then read the chapter the week after that or something because i'm yeah not sure how much i'd be able to write a chapter like right at christmas, christmas although yeah. who knows maybe i'd have nothing to do at around christmas i don't know <laughs> we'll figure yeah. it out we'll figure it out this is so intense we Can't will we've discovered all this on air this this was great um you know you've heard you've heard about serial you've heard about um other famous true crime podcasts but nothing beats this really mm-hmm. does it nothing beats this just friends learning together <laughs> Um, discovering this, this is, yeah, this is just reading legal documents on air. Fascinating. I think it's very funny that this has happened since we started doing these episodes. (laughs) I I think it was us. It's our doing. Damn. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, well, that was a good chapter and a good bit of investigation. So I feel very good about this. Yeah. Um, Um, We'll we'll come back with some more info for you next mm-hmm. week. Um, obviously, thank you for thank you for donating to our Patreon. Yeah. Thank you for still listening we to love this. It. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for not deleting it like um, the yeah. other person who will remain unnamed. <laughs> you see, you, she, she, they never got to they never got to learn about this. It's just the true tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> um. Anyway, we'll we'll see you we'll next see week. You next week. And until then, um, um, nightmares aren't real. Stay vampire. Big wheel keep on spinning. Uh, big, big wheel, big keep wheel on just keep spinning. <laughs> um, <gasps> eat, don't eat people, but only if they're you can, eat, you can kill PewDiePie. It's fine. You kill PewDiePie and eat him. Okay. Parody, satire. The things you've seen have been so unnerving, and the dreams I'm having are getting disturbing. We can't bring it all back to the beginning. Long as that big wheel keeps on spinning, spinning, immortal incantation, infernal.